Hi, I'm John. And I'm Paul. And this is the Minute Podcast. If you give a mouse a cookie, I'm pretty sure he'd write a book. But give us 60 seconds of footage, we'll still tell you where to look. With a concept this simplistic, I can't believe we brought it back. But give us just a minute, and we'll give you season two of the podcast. The Minute Podcast. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode. As you probably know by now, The Minute Podcast is a weekly conversation between John and myself where we review a listener-submitted or randomly selected minute of content from a movie, TV show, or something else. John, what do we have the pleasure of reviewing today? Today we are reviewing a minute from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, episode the season one, episode three, and it's minute 320, so three minutes and 20, minutes, 20 seconds into episode three. And shout out to, uh, I believe it was Robert for this submission, you absolute mad person. Yes, uh, Robert Robert does good minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, before we jump into this good minute, I should let you know that this episode is brought to you by Vaudeville, the new audio service that allows you to listen to all of your favorite <clears throat> vaudeville shows whenever you want. Are you tired of heading down to the local music hall or bordello to see the latest dramatic composition, one-act play, or other series of separate unrelated acts grouped together under a common bill? Do you long for the comedic musings of B.F. Keith and Charles Grapewin? Do you not understand that there's actually a significant physical performance aspect to vaudevillian shows that's not <laughs> going to be conveyed in this audio medium? Then Vaudeville's the app for you. It's the only app where you can listen to some of the most famous as well as contemporary vaudevillian shows, and uh, it, it's a lot of fun. So visit mm-hmm. vaudeville.com slash minute for a 20% discount off your first month subscription today. Yep. All right. Well, let's discuss our level of familiarity with uh, JoJo's. Uh, you go first, Paul. I believe this is what the kids call an anime. It is. It is. It is anime as fuck, as one might say. Um, yeah, I actually I know nothing about it. I think I've heard the name before, but I have no idea. So I am relatively familiar with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It's one of those shows that has a lot of history. Uh, I believe it's like thirty years old. Uh, well, not the show, but the manga and the property in general. And it's been pretty big in Japan for about 30 years. So it's one of those things that I know about by proxy, but I'm not necessarily like, I haven't been watching the show as it goes through. I think I watched the first episode when the show started, the new version of the show, because it's like the second time that it's been turned into an anime. Sure. Uh, I watched the first episode, and it's crazy. Like, this show is bonkers, so I don't think it really matters if I saw it and when I saw it, because it was a, a long time ago. Because I think <laughs> any shot of this show is pretty much insane uh, out of context, and I really don't have that much context other than, like, general stuff that I feel like you probably picked up just by watching it, which is basically, like, there's a bad guy... There's a presumably good guy, and then another random guy starts talking in the scene, and that's pretty much what we know. Yeah, let's let's talk about that random guy, but before we get to that, a quick introduction to the scene. You should go watch the clip yourself. Absolutely. But if, if you're not going to, then I'll just tell you this is a scene in which some sort of anime Sherlock Holmes-looking guy jumps out from behind a curtain and starts yelling a lot of stuff at maybe two complete strangers. Yeah, I thought he looked like a clockwork orange looking guy. We'll circle back around to it. Okay. Because really, I think for this to make any sense, John, we're going to have to do at least one script read. All right. Uh, I think we should do 
a script read, Paul. So I think that you should do a script read first. <laughs> okay. And then to commemorate such a, an important show, I think you should do a script read second. <laughs> okay. So we're both going to do a script read of this beautiful soliloquy. Unless we edit it out. Yep. <laughs> okay. I'll go first. Okay. Look alive, Master Joestar. He's trying to lure you in like as not. Right about now, you're probably wondering who I am. Allow me to elucidate you. The name is Robert E.O. Speedwagon. I had a hunch that Jonathan's run of trouble might not be done, so I followed him back home. I like you, Jonathan, so I'm going to offer up this little tidbit pro bono. Living in the gutter, you learn to spot lowlifes pretty quick if you want to see tomorrow, and I've trained my nose to sort out the bad ones from the good just like from a sniff. This fellow reeks of brimstone and blood worse than anyone I've ever laid eyes on. He's pure evil right down to his very bones. Is he a victim of circumstance, you're wondering? Not on your life. He's been evil since he drew his first breath. But don't you fret, because I brought you a friend. Remember him? <laughs> Jesus right. Christ. Oh, man. All, All right, right, John, let's hear your take. Look alive, Master Joestar. He's trying to lure you in like as not. Right about now, you're probably wondering who I am. Allow me to elucidate you. The name is Robert E.O. Speedwagon. I just had a hunch that Jonathan's run of trouble might not be done, so I followed him back home. I like you, Jonathan, so I'm going to offer up this little tidbit pro bono. Living in the gutter, you learn to spot lowlifes pretty quick if you want to see tomorrow. I've trained my nose to sort out the bad ones from the good, just from a sniff. This fella reeks of brimstone and blood, worse than anyone I've ever laid eyes on. He is pure evil, right down to his very bones. Is he a victim of circumstance, you're wondering? Not on your life. He's been evil since the day he drew his first breath. But don't you fret, because I brought you a friend. Remember him? So, John, before we jump into the contents a little bit i want to pick apart our two interpretations very very briefly (laughs) yes now uh the main difference between yours and the actual clip is that yours was said at an understandable speed (laughs) well and so uh, the power of editing it might appear much faster or better or not appear (laughs) at all (laughs) we'll never know but really i think the actual clip was even faster than the read i tried to do it was just really like bam 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 hard to not not hard to follow really but like very quick it sounds like somebody was able well (laughs) was able to i act as though we didn't have an opportunity to rehearse this it's it's more (laughs) like somebody who actually did this for a living rehearsed this before just like spitting it into a microphone yeah man I, I got it. Let's start off with the names that we hear in this clip, man. Yep. We, we we see Robert EO Speedwagon and Master yep. Joe Star. Yep. Uh, we, so one of the things I do know about this anime is that it's very difficult to adapt in the U.S. because everyone is named after a trademarked or copywritten like musician or song. Oh, that's interesting. Or band. Like yeah. audio speedwagon, it's not a Robert EO speedwagon is not the the lead singer of REO speedwagon. <laughs> I, at least what I'm is Joe Star sure from then? Do you know? Uh, Joe Star is the titular JoJo, 
However, I believe that Joestar is not a band reference, but almost every other so. character is. Yes. Uh, okay, cool. Well, let's keep it rolling, John. I want you to tell me what the EO and Robert EO Speedwagon stands for in this anime. Eddie Ortiz. I was thinking every orifice. <laughs> Both can be true. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, so you ever follow someone back from home because you had a hunch that their run of trouble might not be done, Paul? You know, I never have, but I really don't look like, you think this guy looks more like a Clockwork Orange guy than a I, Sherlock totally Holmes a, anime? He's totally a Clockwork Orange guy. He's got like eyeliner and the bowler hat. Oh, I guess you're right. I just thought he looked like a steampunk anime Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I mean... I I I don't think that that's not true though. Like I think he can. He kind of looks like he could go both ways. Uh, I think the crazy hair kind of makes him a little bit more Clockwork Orange than Sherlock Holmes. I feel yeah. like Sherlock Holmes uses like a pomade to like keep his locks tight to his skull. Well, that's true. Uh, yeah. yeah, I I've never followed someone home because I thought that they had a hunch their run of trouble might not be done. But I'm I'm also not this anime. Um. I mean, does that count, like, if you, like, walk someone somewhere because you're like, oh, well, it's late, so, you know, I don't want you to, you know, get mugged or something like that, so you walk them home. I think that would count. Then you walk back home, and you're like, wait, why am I walking back home myself? (laughs) And then you get mugged. Yeah, then you get mugged, yeah. You ever done that, Paul? (laughs) Yeah, no, that has not happened to me specifically, but... Mm. Mm. Yeah. So, there's a lot of character in here like usa loves characters and i feel like they're welcome these these are yes these are the characters and so we've got ario speedwagon who looks like sherlock holmes meets uh street toughs from uh sci-fi fiction mm-hmm. and then what does joe star look like to you joe star he just looks like a very normal guy with blue hair right Yes. Or am I mixing up my characters? Because there might no, be six jo- different characters. Joestar is the one with the blue hair. The blonde okay. hair is the evil guy. <laughs> Let's talk about him for a minute. Okay. He, so he has blonde hair, he has orange eyes, and he has feathers kind of coming out of his neck that I can't tell if it's like a festive boa or if it's I neck it's feathers. A boa. <laughs> I I didn't really think about the feathers. There's just something about like the insanity of these characters that you don't really... like it. It's sort of like you get used to it. Like your eye just sort of like accept, starts accepting how weird these characters actually are. Yeah. Well, when, I thought, when it's one I thought, after another. I thought the evil guy, maybe it was like the equivalent of chest hair or back hair poking out of his shirt, but because he's evil, he's covered in feathers. Yeah. Like he's got a full I, body fluff going. I think he's got like a cape with, with like a feather lining around the edges. That makes more uh, sense. Yeah. It's very dynamic, very, very evocative. Um, he's got blonde hair. Does he have orange eyes? Is that what it is? Orange eyes, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Joe Star is really the boring guy out in this <laughs> this equation here. He's just wearing um, like a normal guy wearing a normal suit. Yeah. Uh, and then we get to now, the end of the clip, and we yeah. meet another character who we just see <laughs> thrown into the room, who is like this tiny kind of rat-looking guy. Yeah, he. Uh, I I think he's like he said something 
like he's like uh, like I feel like he's a bad guy that's like gonna uh, turned on the other bad guy or something. Yeah, or maybe he was the guy who attacked Master Joestar earlier and led Ario Speedwagon to think that his run uh, of bad luck wasn't over. Yeah, I don't know. So there is a distinguishing feature that all three of the first characters have that this last guy does not, and that is uh, buff boy muscles. Yeah, this is not a buff boy. Yeah, everybody in this clip is a buff boy. Um, a real gym rat, if you will. <laughs> real gym rat. This guy looks more like if a rat went Super Saiyan, but didn't get any stronger. <laughs> he does have spiky orange-brown hair. Kind of gray-black, maybe? Gray-black, yeah. Yeah. He He is tiny he's a tiny man in comparison or a normal man i'm not entirely he's he's probably actually also a large man but just compared to these anime characters he's you know yeah diminutive is there is there even anything else we can say about this it's it's so wild there's a lot of yelling i have no idea what's happening i think that the the soliloquy itself is great uh and i like the fact that like (laughs) Is he a victim of circumstance, you're wondering? I like how he's just, like, presenting all of these, like, hypotheticals and then, like, just saying no. He's, like, he's evil. And I don't care what he says. He's evil, period. Fellow reeks of brimstone and blood, (laughs) worse than anyone I've ever laid eyes on. So was there something earlier in the episode that he's alluding to where maybe this guy... Is sniffing uh, him? Well, either that or hinted to his, like, evil childhood... So oh. we think maybe he's not really evil. Does anyone here know Robert E.O. Speedwagon, or is he just really just showing up out of the blue? He literally says, uh, allow me to educate, like, you're probably wondering who I am. It feels like he literally just stepped out of nowhere. From behind the uh, curtain. Although I, he, he does, I love the way he says, allow me to elucidate ya. <laughs> yes. Uh man, I have no idea what accent he's supposed to have. Like obviously Britishy, uh, but, but like almost New Englandery, like waspy yeah, also. He's like gangster, like nineteen twenties gangster, uh, British. Yeah, it's a it's a weird combo. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't know what else there is to say about this. Can we just try to guess what this show's about? Maybe yes. you actually know, but I've I'm coming in pretty late. Okay, uh, do you want to go first then? Because I don't want. To corrupt yeah. your vision. Okay, let me go first based off of the little bit of info I have. I think mm-hmm. that Robert E.O. Speedwagon is actually a Sherlock Holmes-ish um, detective who doesn't mm-hmm. actually get hired by anybody in this anime universe, and no one wants him to be there, but he jumps out in the middle of crimes and explains <laughs> what's happening and then leaves, and people still get murdered. So he doesn't, like, help. The person then just knows they're about to get murdered. Mm-hmm. And the real mystery is us finding out what the EO stands for over <laughs> the course right. of the show. I don't know how JoJo comes into it. I I guess Joe stars JoJo, but maybe not even. Yep. So I think that this show is about a man who kills an older man who happens to be his friend's father and then steals a mask that then turns him into a vampire and then goes on a killing spree. Are you reading the Wikipedia summary? No, that's what I remember from the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> so is that the setup for the show, or are they like separate little vignettes? Uh, no, that's the setup for the show, I'm pretty sure, because Joe Star oh, is the kid whose father gets murdered, and 
uh dio is the bad guy <laughs> you dio. know <laughs> named wow. after yep dio uh and he is a vampire i'm pretty sure <laughs> that does explain the feathers mm-hmm. yeah the feathers the the victim of circumstance i guess i don't know um so can can we recommend this show then i mean yes. i think it's famous and supposed to be good Yes, it is. So it is ridiculous. Like, like, do not mistake this for being like, oh, this is funny out of context. It's like the the whole dang show seems pretty out of context. Like, it it seems like a little bit of a roller coaster ride of absurdity. Uh, if you like anime at all, I think this is like one of the most anime shows of like a specific time. Like, it is a little retro. Uh, so there's not that much. Now, I don't want to make anybody angry, but there's not that much character depth, but there's a lot of, like, depth to everything else, if that makes any sense. Like, the costuming is impeccable. Uh, the style of everything, the way it's shot, the way it's animated is really fun. Uh, and then, of course, you just add on top of that translation, like, not issues, but just, like, the difficulties of translating something as ridiculous as this from one language to another. Uh it's just real good. All right. We're coming in at a recommend for the first time in a little while. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, th thanks for joining us for this episode, and thanks again to Robert for submitting. If you want to yes. support the podcast, you should really submit some minutes of your own. You can do that at theminutepodcast.com slash contact. We have a form there. Otherwise, you can reach out to us at theminutepodcast at gmail.com or at us on Twitter at minutepod. As always, this episode was co-hosted by John and me, produced by John with some theme music by me, if we decided to edit that in. Uh, come back next week when we're going to ask you... Allow me to elucidate you. <laughs> Holy crap, you made it to the end. We'll be back next week to do it all again. Until then, be well and be sure to take a minute. The Minute Podcast. <laughs>